You are listening to the Hoops Fix podcast, the official voice of the UK's largest basketball website. Visit hoopsfix.com for exclusive news, videos and more. Welcome to another episode of the Hoops Fix podcast with me, your host, Sam Nita, full-time British basketball advocate. And we are doing a quick-fire emergency pod. Um, as you know, I've been a little bit slack with the podcast recently. There's a lot going on. I'm a bit swamped. So the podcast is only being brought out when it is absolutely necessary and there is an interview that just has to happen. And this is one of those. Um, we are speaking to Jeremy Sohan. He is probably the most spoken about figure in British basketball over recent months. He obviously declared for the NBA draft um, a little over, a little less than eight weeks ago um, in early April. After a standout freshman year at Baylor, uh, he is obviously from the UK. Um, came up through well MK Trojans, uh, and then um, so it went down to Southampton, played with Solent Kestrels and Itchin College uh, before becoming a citizen of the world, spending time in in the US at Lumiere High, High School and in Germany um, as well before going to Baylor. Now I've done I've done a longer form podcast with him, which you can find if you search back through the archives. Um, and this was a quick fifteen minutes. Uh, obviously, he is on the draft circuit at the moment, doing workouts, doing interviews, trying to get prepared for the draft on June the twenty third. So time um, was limited a little bit um, because he is so busy. But we're absolutely blessed to have had the opportunity to speak to him and kind of find out how he's doing um, and how that whole process is. I ended up uh, I did ask a few questions uh, from myself, but then I actually uh, ended up opening to the floor we um, opened up um, we asked for questions on Instagram so we had a bunch of different questions from various people and we ended up just firing them at him and there were some good ones it was really interesting uh, and good good to hear from him of course one thing I didn't ask is where he actually thinks he's end up getting selected but just to give context to the interview um Actually, at the moment, there's multiple reports saying that he's not going to fall any lower than 12. So he is a projected lottery pick, which is big time. You know, he will only be the second British uh, lottery pick that we've had, uh, obviously following on from Luol Deng, and will be the first uh, homegrown British player drafted since Ryan Richards in 2010. So this is huge news. And I think when we're talking about players that younger players can look up to, um, he is exactly that. You know, he has come through the UK pathway. Um, you know, he has gone through the same struggles that every young British player uh, goes through. And I think, you know, frustratingly, of course, we're not going to see him represent GB. He, he plays for Poland um, because his passport was never sorted out all those years ago. Uh, and he became the youngest player to represent the, the Polish senior, senior national team uh, a couple of summers ago at Eurobasket. You know, he is a big time prospect, big time player. Um, but you can hear in this just how much he cares about British basketball and how invested he is in the UK game. So, you know, I'm incredibly proud um, to 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 see his progress, to see how well he's doing, uh, and look forward to seeing him kind of take the next step. So yeah, it was a great interview. He's an absolutely awesome guy, um, super humble still, feet are firmly on the ground, and that's credit to his family, friends, and all those people around him. So yeah, let's uh, let's get into the interview, um, and hopefully we'll see him. We'll see his name called uh, in the next couple of weeks, and get to see him on the floor in the big leagues uh, coming next season. So anyway, that is enough from me. I'm rambling on. Uh, here is this week's podcast with me and Jeremy Sohan. Jeremy, it's been a long time, man. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I've been busy uh, with a lot of basketball, a lot of media, but it's been a great time and I'm really excited for the next step. How are you? I'm good, man. Just like we were saying, there's been a, been a lot going on here. Um, yeah. and obviously, there's a lot of uh, a lot of people in the UK that are following your progress. Very excited to kind of see you ready to take that next step. I think there's a there's a bunch of stuff to get into, but I think um, really just starting with like kind of what is the last sort of eight weeks, seven eight weeks been like for you since you yeah. declared for the draft? 
I mean, I actually came back to England for a little bit to just, you know, settle down, have a little bit of rest. But I flew back to America, I flew to Frisco, Texas, which is like near Dallas. And literally it's been uh, just a lot of workouts, um, individual work, just getting better, you know, basketball-wise, mentally, uh, understanding, you know, the NBA type of basketball, the style. And then now, you know, I had to combine and now I'm doing workouts with NBA teams. So it's very busy. And now it's the 23rd of June. We'll see where I go. But, you know, it's been all exciting, busy, and I'm just ready. <laughs> so com- coming into this season, you know, it definitely wasn't a guaranteed thing that you were going to be one and done. So at what point did you start realizing, you know, this could be a reality and you could be sort of declaring straight after your freshman year? Right, right. I think, you know, the way I live is just staying in the present. I never really, like, you know, think about the past or try and think, you know, ahead of myself. I think just staying in the present and just, you know, getting myself better every day. And, um, you know, as the season got along and I got more minutes, uh, I got more usage, uh, there's more eyes on me. I think, you know, I I started to understand and, you know, talking to coaches as well um, that it could be a possibility. But I never, you know, during the season said, you know, I'm going, I'm going this year. And I think I just waited until the end of the season when I was actually back in England, you know, talking to my parents, the people around me, Jack and Matt. And uh, just just really deciding then that it's time to go. So I never rushed it. I never, you know, did anything too soon. And what is a typical day looking like for you at the moment? Run us through what a sort of day in the life of Jeremy is looking like. Right. I mean, I, I try. I'm an early person, so I wake up early. Um, normally, I get some shots in in the morning around seven thirty, seven, and then I have like weights. Uh, I lift at like around nine. Um, then I have a little bit of chill time. Then I work out around, you know, 11 a.m. Uh, that would be like two hours or something like that. And then normally I would have, it depends on the day, but I'd, you know, have recovery. Either I'd be with my manual therapist or it would be a massage or just be, you know, go into some normal techs or, you know, use the, uh, the, the massage gun or the cold tub. So it, it depends, but it would be a lot of recovery because, you know, your body, your, your body's getting banged up. Um, and then really the day after that, I'm free. So it's really what, up to me. Maybe I'll go back to shoot or, you know, have some fun, you know, just, it just really depends. So yeah, but I, I finished pretty early. How are you feeling about it all? Like, obviously this is, you know, something that you have dreamt yeah. about since you were, you know, however, however small. And now it's, it's kind of starting right. to get closer and closer to becoming a reality. Like how are you actually feeling about the whole thing? Right. I think, you know, I can't even explain how I'm feeling. It's a lot of emotions. You know, like you said, I've been dreaming about this since a little kid. Um, but I'm, I think the, the biggest emotion is just being excited. Um, and I feel like I'm ready. Of course, there's nerves. I feel like, you know, people say, you know, being nervous is a bad thing, but I think it's a good thing. It means, you know, it's something you, you care about. You, you know, it means a lot to you. So I would say there's, there's a few nerves, but I think they're positive nerves. And, you know, I'm just ready. I'm ready to take, to take the next, next step and just learn and keep on going. So I'm, I'm really excited. When you assess where your, where your game is at and kind of the feedback that you've been getting, you know, in workouts, interviews and stuff, kind of like what are you right. feeling on the whole about your game in terms of strengths, weaknesses, things you maybe need to work on or things you feel in your strengths at the moment? Uh, I think the main thing is, you know, just improving my shot, becoming more consistent offensively with the shot. But I think overall, I think I'll be able to impact the team quite early on. I think a lot of teams admire the way I play, 
uh, my de- def- de- defensive versatility, uh, the things I do off, like not even on like on the stat sheet or the box score, just the little things you can't really see unless you really watch the game that I do. I think a lot of teams admire and just my, you know, uh, my re- my resilience and the way I play, I think, you know, teams really admire and, you know, are really excited about. So, One yeah. thing I had to ask before I sort of get over to the fan questions that we had submitted. Um, after the game against UNC, I had interest. <laughs> I went onto Twitter and just typed in your name. Yeah. <laughs> and boy, the amount of just mm-hmm. abuse that was being pointed yeah. your way. All of the stuff. Crazy. And it was thousands and thousands and i went on your instagram and your last post which was a couple of days before that i just been yeah. flooded <laughs> with comments from people right like in this yeah. day and age you know as a young man like how are you managing to deal with all of that what is effectively like online abuse like you know how, how are you managing right. it do you find that easy to deal with or, or is it or is it challenging at times right right i was just laughing but it's not even you know crazy funny it's actually pretty sad but i think for me I remember I had a re- uh, like an earlier post before that about you know someone like DMing me something crazy, but I think it's just you know understanding yourself, being yourself, and you know being comfortable with the people around you and being vulnerable with that. Um, I think you know just keeps me going and not really. I feel like for me it's more like fuel when people you know talk bad about me or you know do this online abuse. I think it just fuels me to show them that I can do it and to you know, to get better every day and just prove, not even prove them, but prove myself that, you know, I can do this stuff. So I think it doesn't really affect me, really. I think it's just like, you know, do it then, you know, give me this abuse. It's it's just going to fuel me even more. So, yeah. It's good to hear. I don't know whether I could have handled it at sort of 19 years. (laughs) Um, Right. So, yeah, so we we put a thing on Instagram and asked people for questions. We had loads of questions. People had um, all sorts of things they wanted to ask you. So I thought I'd, I'd bring up some of the best of them and kind of fire, fire them your way. Um, for sure. First one is the biggest thing that you've learned um, from your journey up until now through until the draft. Right. Um, I, think, I think I've learned that, you know, you have to be yourself in this process. You can't feel with no other description. You can't you can't put your shoes into someone else's shoes. I think it's just being yourself, staying in the presence and focusing on yourself and, you know, just becoming a better basketball player but also person. I think uh, a lot of people and even me at times, I'm 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 not perfect. I think, you know, you try and look at someone else's shoes and you wanna be like them or you, you think you need to, you know, shoot the ball like them or, or do whatever. And I think it's not that, you know, you got to focus on yourself and, and become the best version of yourself. Which coach has had the most impact on your game? Ooh, I've had a lot of coaches, but me personally, I think Matt Guyman and Jack O'Keefe have been there since day one. So I think they've, you know, from Itchin College, I think they've been there, you know, the most. And I think also Coach Jacobs from Baylor, but Jack O'Keefe and uh, Matt Guyman for sure. When you were at Itchin, did you think you would be here now? Uh, I think I've always thought I could be in this position. I didn't know how quickly it was going to ha- come, but I think, you know, I always, you know, knew this. And I, you know, asked Matt Jack or anyone at Itchin, I always told them that I would be here. So, yeah. Then we had two questions that were kind of similar. But one was, who was the best player you played against in England? And who was the best player you played against in the EABL? Hmm. 
Oh, they're, they're pretty similar. But best player I've played in England. I'd even say... Um, that's a good question. There's a lot of players. Um, I'd say either Cam Hildred or... Uh, I think... From Barkin, I think Ade or, or JB were tough matchups too. Adi Adebayo and, and Jonathan oh. Brown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nice. Um, what color are you going to dye your hair next? Uh, I can't. I can't spoil it. I can't say. I can't say because that's the draft night color. So yeah, we can't. So we're expecting a surprise on draft night. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. We look. We look forward to it. Um, yeah. Would you consider yourself British, American, or Polish? Good question. Good question. I'm getting this so much recently, but um, I so recently I've been saying I'm a citizen of the world, but I think you know, you know, I, I was born in America, but I left when I was really young to to England. I lived in England most of my life. Mum's Polish. I played for the Polish national team, so it, it's hard to say. But I think you know, home is is in is in England and and Poland. So yeah. Who do you want to dunk on the most? <laughs> Who do I want to dunk on the most? That's a good question. Um, I'm not sure. Everyone. Everyone. <laughs> um, how many pairs of basketball sh- shoes do you own and what is your favorite brand? Oh, You know what? I can't even count. I don't know how many I have. Quite a few. But I would say for now, it's Kobe's, but I'm not sure. You know, we'll see who I sign with. So, yeah. Who would you compare your game most to out of the current NBA players? Yeah, I think uh, that's a hard question because I think I compare to quite a lot of different players. I think one one good one is uh, Draymond Green. I think just the way he, he plays defensively, offensively, um, I think, you know, there's a lot of, of similar things. I think I can also, you know, do other things, but I think Draymond Green is, is a good comparison. Do you remember the MK Trojans? <laughs> of course I do. I mean, I've, I've played that for so long. Uh, you know, we had a few good time, runs in the playoffs. But, you know, I, I always remember MK Trojans. And, uh, you know, there's a new big thing coming up in Milton Keynes, MK Basketball. Uh, my, my brother's actually playing there right now. And I think that's going to be the next one up. So, yeah. Was going to the Sonic Kestrels the right move for you? I think yeah, it was it was it was the best move I did. I think um, you know before that I was planning on maybe going somewhere in Europe or America even to high school, but I think I was you know maybe going somewhere else in England without my family was better for me. And you know choosing Solon Kestrels and Itchen was was great for me. I think it helped me a lot, and it just made me more complete. What are you most excited about? About about the draft or you know yeah the about the draft step. the NBA I guess the whole the sort of the next yeah. the next few weeks few months yeah I think just being in a new environment a professional environment and being around you know players who have done this for a long time coaches um, I think I'm excited to just be become a sponge and uh, just learn a lot of different things work hard and and get better 
you know, of course, we can we can talk about the love of the game and how much you love basketball and stuff. But the other thing that's going to be happening is you're going to be getting a pretty significant paycheck from playing basketball. You know, <laughs> yeah, right. How are you feeling about um about that and sort of the financial side of things? Yeah, I think it's crazy. Like, if you really look at the figures and stuff, and even now, like the trading card company, like deals I'm doing, um, it's crazy. And you know, I'm very fortunate to to begin that amount of money. But uh, I think it's it's exciting and. You know, I have to be smart with that type of money. So uh, having the right people around me, the right influence is, is going to be important for me. And of course, there'll be things I want to spend it on. But uh, of course, saving it and, and you know, making making good use of the money is important too. So, yeah. So someone asked, would you ever consider owning a sort of AAU team of all British players and bringing them over to the States to play? <laughs> uh, probably, maybe. That's a good idea. I think... I was actually going to say, I, I really think there's so much potential in England. And I think, you know, with me having this opportunity to be in the, the best league in the world, I think it can, you know, bring a lot of communities together and uh, just, you know, try and help as much as I can with, you know, people in, in England, Poland. Um, so I think it's exciting and I think, you know, we can do big things with it. So, yeah. I guess to kind of wrap up, because I'm, I'm conscious of time here, um, but what advice would you give to the to sort of the next the next young player in the UK that's looking at where you are and they want to be where you are, um, you know, and they're they're sort of working on their game every day? Kind of what what advice would you give to them? Right, I think uh, like I said earlier, I think just being yourself and just trying to to create the way for yourself, um, not trying to you know create the same journey as someone else. It's not. It's never going to be the same. It's never going to be perfect. There's always going to be ups and downs, so I think just becoming, uh, just being present and positive and having that growth mindset is going to help you a lot. And then, of course, being in the gym. I know it's sometimes hard to get gym time in England, uh, but you don't always need a gym. I think it's just you know, you know, finding all these different resources and just becoming a better player. I think it's gonna it's gonna really be important for you. And then just you know, keeping your network wide. Uh, wide. I think just trying to learn a lot of people's, uh, creating a lot of relationships with different people, players, coaches, um, is going to help you a lot as well. So, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's always possible. It's not impossible. So, yeah. Oh, 100%. I think that's a perfect place to leave it. We're bang on 15 minutes. Jeremy, thank you so much. And I want to wish you all the best yes, for the next few weeks. We will be following, thank rooting you. for you, and look forward to uh, watching your success uh, in the big league. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. You are listening to the Hoops Fix podcast, the official voice of the UK's largest basketball website. Visit hoopsfix.com for exclusive news, videos and more.